0: Hey, what's going on, good people? This is Gardner Douglas, and I am here with Tulian Ali, owner, operator of Pudding, which is here in D.C. Food truck here in D.C.
1: Two food trucks, yeah. Dose. And Union Market. And Union Market. Take it over. I started um, about eight years ago at Eastern Market. I applied for Eastern Market on a whim and um, started doing Gumbo and shrimp and grits, and kind of
0: took off from there. You know what gets me is people always talking about gumbo, shrimp and grits, fried oysters, but they never bring any. But you know what? I'm not gonna start. I'm not gonna start it today. You didn't say uh, what I had well, to bring. I didn't okay. think I had to throw that out there like that.
1: I, so I'm just supposed to walk around with shrimp and grits and talk
0: about my. I'm just saying. In my bag. I'm just saying. Okay. I mean, hey. Don't get offended. I'm just stating next time if we have a sit down yeah. and you're going to be talking about your Where food. are my
1: oysters? Oysters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Never mind. Let's let it go. Uh, my guns. My guns. <laughs> <laughs> so, alright. Alright. So, tell me about you. Who are you? Where are you from? What's your motivations?
1: I am originally from California, actually. A lot of people think I'm from Louisiana because of what I do and the food that I serve. Um, I grew up in Southern California. My father's Nigerian, my mom is African-American, and um, I grew up with influences of Southern American food and Nigerian food, which mm-hmm. is always interesting because I like to play with food, so I would always put them together. Right. What was interesting was that when my mom was growing up in Ohio, she was growing up on a farm, so mm. all of her food influences are really organic. Um, so a lot of the, the stuff that I cook is a direct, uh, it's directly related to you know my mother's influence.
0: So. Wow. So how, how um, give me, just give me an example of what you would do when you were younger cooking, blending those two together. Mm, it's
1: so scary. The
0: um, but was it good? That's what matters. No, no, it was terrible. It was not good at all. It was, a, it was an abomination, and
1: my parents were saints, so they actually ate that stuff. Um, oh, oh, nice. I, was, I went through a healthy phase. I was putting broccoli in cake. Um, Interesting. My ate it. They're really cool people. I, I really liked butter a lot mm-hmm. when I was younger, so I would make, I would just take, like, baking soda, and... Um,
0: butter
1: and make it. <laughs> <laughs> what? So the cool thing, the bottom line, cool thing was that my parents let me experiment in the kitchen when I was young. There you go. And, well, you, um, and here we are. You're making good food now, <laughs> yes, so yes. that's what counts. I'm making up.
0: So um, how many years do you say you've been doing this? I've
1: been, I, I opened up in about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been cooking my whole life. Um... So when I was a kid, I was my parents were allowing me to experiment. When I moved to Michigan, like when I was in high school, I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, what? I know, right? You're so cool. I'm super cool. Everybody loves <laughs> me now.
0: What the heck? Well. It's yeah. crazy.
1: What the? Heck? It's Michigan, not toying. I'm saying, All right. Okay. All right. I my mom, she just she knew I was kind of going through something. I was in high school, mm-hmm. you know, teenager. Um and I didn't have a lot of friends. So I started watching the Food Network a lot. Okay. And she would keep the pantry stocked with everything. And once again I would create abominations and she would eat them, which was amazing. But the cool thing was I got the I got the chance to experiment. You know, she let me do anything and it was very encouraging, so
0: shout out to Mom Dukes. Mom is the
1: best. Wow.
0: Oh, your favorite strong food network.
1: Oh my god, two hot tamales.
0: There it is. All Where right. are those
1: ladies now? I just want to hang out with them. <laughs> or um taste with uh, David Rosengarten. Okay. So that was the first time I ever heard of truffles. Okay. And I was so confused as a as like a teenager. I was like, Why is this guy shaving chocolate onto a steak and fries? I just don't get it, you know. Right. Took a while. Took a while. Once I got it, I was in. Yeah. I was totally in. It in. Took a while.
0: No doubt. Yeah. Uh, do you ever want to do your own food show or food, you know? Or have you been
1: on one before? I'm super shy on camera, and you know, I really hate doing interviews. So I don't, I don't
0: know. I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. So uh, your own TV show wouldn't need to do it. You ain't gonna get in okay. the picture. Okay.
1: Okay. Between what? you and me. Okay. And the listeners and right. Ingrid over there. Okay. I applied for the Food Network Star. This was eight years ago. What? Got the first call back, okay? okay? What I was trying to do was African food. I wanted to, because I felt like there was this big gaping hole at the Food Network. There's nothing about African food. Makes they sense. do South America. They do Asia. They do Europe. Mm-hmm. You know? But they never do anything about African food. And I thought, that's, that's, such, that's so sad, because the culinary landscape of Africa is amazing and wonderful. I got a second call back, mm-hmm. and I came in totally bombed the test the test was about uh measurements you know how many ounces are in a I'm a home cook people okay exactly that's okay too though
0: how you came up with the idea of hey I want to do a food truck
1: um honestly so it it was just kind of a natural progression so I started out at a farmer's market the people that work at farmer's markets are incredibly hard-working people it Mm is it is treacherous it's to me that is the hardest food business you can possibly have. Um, working at a farmers market, that doesn't just happen. You have to set up that table. You have to put those. T- you have to put that tent up. You have to set up all the burners. So every day that you're at a farmers market, you're literally setting up a whole restaurant kitchen from scratch. So um, from there, the natural progression to me just felt like a food truck. You know, and I was talking to a lot of food truck owners, and they were always telling me, don't do it. This is the hardest <laughs> thing ever, blah, blah, And I'm like, wait a minute, though. Have right. you ever done a market? Yeah. You know, and and not to take anything away from food truck people as well, because that's very difficult work, too. But, you know, working at the farmer's markets was the hardest.
0: Are you still doing the farmer's market?
1: We still do the farmer's market, yeah. We still do the uh, Eastern market every Saturday and Sunday unless there's, like, weather. Right. Yeah. I did Eastern Market first, then I did one of the food trucks, then Union Market, then the second food truck.
0: Killing it. Um, so I, did, I guess I just want to know about food trucks, because it seems so interesting. It's like it's own little world, and y'all got y'all own little family, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was just listening to NPR like a couple of weeks ago, um, the Kojo Namdi show, and they were talking about whether or not food trucks are dying fat. Okay. and I was offended first of all by right. the topic but <laughs> I listened anyway and um, I think like my belief has always been if you have a good product it doesn't matter how you're selling it, where you're selling it. Right. You know, you can be on a food truck, you can be in a market, you can be slanging it on the corner, whatever you gotta right. do. You know, if it's a good if it's a good product, it's just a good product. Right. You know, so I've always been confident that because we have a good product and you know we're using local ingredients, we're doing things from scratch and you know we're really concentrating on our menu and not bombarding customers with a million menu items just for whatever right. reason. We're, we're really concentrating on what we have. That you know um, that the fad is, it's, it's not a fad. I should
0: look at this and change something up.
1: Yeah, I think that um, I think that it spoke mostly to food trucks or individuals or businesses that are. Um, that are not real. that don't have their, you
0: know,
1: the the street, you know, their pulse, their finger on the pulse, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. but they're not listening to their customers. Um, I'm not trying to (laughs) knock the kebab trucks at all, because there's some that are really great. Mm -hmm. There's like two, but whatever. So I'm not knocking the kebab trucks, okay? But what I'm (laughs) saying is that, you know, um, they're appealing to a lot of tourists, you know, they, they, they go on the mall they have hot dogs and french fries and hamburgers and there's nothing wrong with that that's awesome too um but i think they're appealing to the people that don't really know what the food scene is in dc okay. um but yeah absolutely there are there are some valid points that they made about um dc government and what they're doing and how they're uh taxing food trucks and you know um Uh, managing them in general, you Mm -hmm. know, so that it definitely speaks to how uh, open the market is, you know, like, is is it easy for people to enter into getting, you know, because originally what's the idea, what was the idea of food trucks? The idea is that I'm a small business owner. I want to enter into this market or this restaurant culinary scene, but I don't have the money to buy a brick and mortar or even to rent a brick and mortar. So I'm going to get, you know, a jalopy and fix it up and, and sell my food off of that. Um, I felt like a lot of people jumped into the market you know, because it became a trendy mm-hmm. it became trendy right. you know? so you saw a lot of um, restaurants, Jose Andres for example mm-hmm. he doesn't need to have a food truck if we're talking about that as the premise he doesn't right. need to have a food truck mm-hmm. but it became trendy so why not have a food truck right. a lot of restaurants saw business being taken away from them Buy food trucks. Sure, sure. So then you saw legislation where food trucks could not be within a certain uh, distance from certain areas, or there were only areas where food trucks can be. The sidewalk had to be X amount of feet in order for a food truck to park there. You know, um, which is understandable. I mean, when when a new market emerges, you definitely have to create legislation to to make sure that it's uh, it's properly um, managed. But you know.
0: So what makes? I know you was talking about the kebab trucks. Oh lord,
1: two of them. Can I bring that back up. Yeah, try to do it. Big mouth, <laughs> it. I'm
0: not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna set you up like that. Please. What I am gonna say is, what makes a good food truck versus a poopy one?
1: You know, it's not about to me. It's 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 about really decent food you know like quality food that's honest food you know like um I don't think I I'm gonna get get some slack for what I'm about to say as well I think that as much as possible get local items you know get local food as much as possible get local produce all of that as much as possible but at the same time you know I kind of want a banana today, you know. <laughs> right, right, <I> got you. <laughs> Nothing local about that banana. Right. <laughs> Sometimes I want some banana pudding, right. you know. So, so to me, a good food truck is is in a good business in general. Mm-hmm. A good sustainable business is is um, doing your best to uh, to be responsible to to the community, to your peers, to your employees. Um, all of those things. And having a good product that you present to your customer that's an honest product, you know? Um, we use butter. Because butter's real. You know? We <laughs> you know, I use real ingredients. I definitely use real ingredients. And as much as possible, I try to use milk. Like, two years? Okay, so
0: from from four years ago, has, um, it, has it been big changes in the industry? As like, far as, like, running food trucks and, I guess, competition?
1: Yeah, so I, I think um, I think what I've seen a lot is great. Like it's it's a positive thing. Um, a lot of the food trucks that do well end up opening up a shop, mm-hmm. which is awesome and, um, and, and inspiring. Um, what I have seen is that because it was a fad, a lot of people entered into the market, so you get a lot of food trucks doing the same thing you know so you get a saturation of 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 certain Mm -hmm. cuisines you know um that's the biggest thing that i've seen
0: can i ask you a personal question yes you (laughs) (laughs) can. who is your competition
1: my competition is I really don't have that much competition. Honestly, there's just not a lot. I mean, I'm just <laughs> no, no, uh, not. No, there, but there's really not a lot of people doing Creole Cajun food. Okay. You know? Um, there, there used to be some other food trucks that were doing it. Cajunator, I think, was probably the p- most popular one. Okay. Um, there were two girls that were really cool that had a food truck that were they were doing, like, po'boys as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them just aren't doing Is it that, anymore. the
0: two fish? Yeah. Or-
1: yeah, There's another guy, another gentleman that's doing um, seafood, fried seafood, but no one's really doing what I do, though.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. So let's talk about union market life. Yeah. How is that?
1: Union market's cool. Um, I'm really grateful to the community there, and um, being a part of that space has been a wonderful experience for myself and the business. Um, it's allowed me to employ... Um, four uh, full-time-ish employees, mm-hmm. um, which I'm really proud of that, and that's, um, that's probably the thing that I'm most proud of sure. over great. there. Um, the staff, the people that work at Union Market are great. Um, they try to foster a lot of small businesses, and I think that that is a... Uh, the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, the neighborhood over there is changing a lot, so that's cool too. Um, just stepping to into Trader Joe's, I think they out got some other stuff that they're doing. Um, so I'm glad to be part of that community. I hope that they continue to foster smart small businesses and and help them grow. And um, I hope that you know with gentrification coming to that area and already in that area, the houses are ridiculously expensive. Um, they continue to make small businesses a, a priority. I can see that slipping away a little bit, and okay. I just hope that the, the people, the owners of, of Union Market, continue to make that a priority because it. I think that's why people love it. You know, they get to taste. They get. You know, it's not. It's not all these big companies in there. You know, there's a few that are big, but right. then there's a lot of really small businesses in there that are trying to do their thing. And yeah, that's positive. So okay, I'm happy great. to be
0: there. Great. Great, um, and do you cater also? I do, yeah. yeah. Right. right. So, uh, how is catering fooden life? Say so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was <that> for? <laughs>
1: this whole thing is a shameless plug, by the way. <laughs> What was it? It's dcfooding.com Okay. Yeah.
0: I'll send you the bill. Don't worry about All right. nope. okay. so, so it. All right. Okay. So, how is catering life?
1: You know, I shied away from catering for, like, the longest time because I really just wanted to do what I do. Mm-hmm. And um, when you cater, people tend to ask you for some stuff that's off the menu. Like, they want to have it their way. like right. at McDonald's. It's all good, though. Like, right. now that I'm, I'm doing it more, I'm enjoying it. I'm meeting a lot more people. I'm getting involved with more organizations. Um, but my real love are the events. I yes. love doing the events. Yes. So um, another shameless plug, I'm doing an Afro Brunch um, on the 24th of this month, sure. African American History Month, Afro Brunch 24th of this month. Um, and it should be really cool. We're going to be doing shrimp and grits over there and all that. I love to do the events. That's really where my, my heart is at. Um, it's just fun. Like, okay. you know, you, everybody's happy. It's like going to a party, but you're getting paid for it. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So,
0: I think I'll also be there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: think I'll be shucking somewhere.
1: Awesome. Somewhere. Be there. I'm Not sure.
0: Oh, cool. I'm still trying to catch up. Oysters.
1: Yes. Yes. Sir. Don't
0: you have a? But you have a shrimp po' boy, right? We here. do shrimp.
1: We do shrimp po' boys. We do wild blue catfish po' boys, and we do Rappahannock oyster po' boys. Get the yep. out of here. Yeah, we do. Okay. I can't because that's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, can we talk about your menu a little bit? Absolutely. Like, what's on the menu?
1: So, um, the menu is very small, um, which I'm proud yeah. of that, because the items that we make... We just, just an off. observation, ahead. Okay. Yes, just look at um, yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the smaller the menu, the better the cost. There you go.
1: Number two in the world for chocolate yeah. in the United States. If you have, if you have, if you have a menu, like we have pages, how the heck
0: have to There you go. So, sorry oh, yeah. about that. There you go. Exactly.
1: Absolutely, it's true. Absolutely true. Thank you for chiming in. I'll send you the bill. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't worry
0: about that. That plug. I got you, man. So,
1: so I mean, you know, he said it all. But yeah, absolutely, we have a very small menu. Keep everything um, high quality. Um, We do. We do po' boys, so we have the the oyster, shrimp, and catfish po' boys. Mm. You get a big you mix, two on there. You know, live your life, go what, crazy, what? go Never. wild, right? It has a, a remoulade sauce, which is a, a spicy Cajun mayo, not too spicy, but spicy. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. And then it's a vinegar-based coleslaw on top, which kind of cools it all off. Mm. Um, we get our, our our rolls fresh every day from Ottenberg Bakery. Mm. Awesome people. Is that D.C. or? Job. They're all they're Baltimore. I think they're based in Baltimore, actually. Okay. Yeah, um, and uh, really nice. One of my favorite things is is the oyster po' boy, definitely. Um, we also do shrimp and grits. You can get get it with catfish. You can get it with crawfish. You like switch it up, whatever you want to do. People like things different ways. I, um, we also do chicken and beef sausage gumbo, beef sausage, because not everybody likes the pork, though. Right. Okay, not everybody enjoys that, and I I'm, I like to be sensitive to those things. So. Okay, that's nice. I like something. pork, though, honestly. It's not like I'm against it. I just don't have it on the menu. Right. Um, and then we do etouffee. Um, that that's, a, nice. that's a more recent addition. Uh, the etouffee and the red beans and rice are more recent additions to the menu. It took a while for me to add those things onto the menu because we were really testing out and making sure that it was, you know, high quality and it deserved to be on the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, red beans and rice as well, which we use uh, beef sausage and smoked turkey. And then, of course, the brown butter, bourbon, bread pudding. Oh. I mean, it's gosh. Not guys. I don't even know what life is about. I mean, you have, you have to taste the bread pudding.
0: So, you talked about. Um the afro brunch coming up yeah what else you got coming up
1: so we have the afro brunch um let's see we just did um a brunch fest last night we just did um the mardi gras extravaganza which Should is amazing we're covering um we have we always we generally do broccoli city festival mm-hmm. um, that's coming up in april all of our markets are scheduled to open as well in April, May. Um, so we do every Thursday. We're at the White House Farmers Market, which is the one that Michelle Obama started. Um. Which is, I mean, I don't know about you, but every night I pray Michelle Obama. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> so you got to come to that market. It's awesome. It's fresh farm market. Um, every Friday we do USDA Farmers Market as well, which is um, right on. It's on, right on the mall. Mm-hmm. Um so it's a beautiful it's, it's a beautiful day out, you can hit up some museums for free and then come to some truck and get a both away. Too easy. Yeah, right.
0: So, um, I know you said one thing you were really proud about is employing other people and no doubt that's a big accomplishment. Uh what would you say another big accomplishment for you is?
1: Um I, I think that um this whole business. (laughs) I'm I'm surprised. Well, I am happy every day when I wake up and I've employed myself Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm able to, um, employing yourself is interesting. It's, uh, people look at you and they think like, Oh, it's so awesome. You have your own business. And it is so awesome. It is absolutely awesome. It is. I've never worked this much in my, entire life in (laughs) fact i want to say all of the work that i've done from like 15 to 29 is the same amount of work that i've done in the last like eight years wow wow Um, it's tough it's definitely tough and you know i think the biggest thing is just like the best advice i've ever gotten about having and owning my own business is just don't quit just don't quit that's it just keep on trying to be better you know?
0: I'm like I can do that. Right. I can do that. Yeah. I can't do a lot of stuff, but I can do that. So it started out as a put in uh, podcast, now it's a motivational podcast. You know what I'm saying? Right the to the people. No doubt. Yeah. Um so as far as like uh, have you served any famous people or well noted or people like you know what? Let me get a picture with you. Because you do a lot on social media. I do. Um and you can plug that at the end. I'm sure it's coming.
1: Well, I'm terrible with names, okay. so um, I served the former Georgetown University basketball coach.
0: Not Cuey. No. Not Pat. No. The last guy. What do you mean? I'm awesome. Look, I'm not. I, I don't have time to watch sports. Oh, for real. I'm really? out here getting it. That's your
1: life. I got you. Um, and then, here's <laughs> the, of course, the mayor. Ms. Bowser, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't, I don't, um, I, I like to serve the people, okay? I like Ooh. to serve the people. Hey, I'm just asking. That's just the easy way out of that Ooh. question. I'm, I'm just a messenger. Think, yeah, I mean, you know. if Michelle Obama ever wants to come and get some food, <laughs> she can call me anytime, and Beyonce and Jay-Z. Ooh. Right? <laughs> They should help me out, right. you know, take me to the next level. I'm just saying. We'll
0: make sure we throw some tags Thank in you. there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank
1: you.
0: Oh, nice. What is it? The bee, bee, what is it, beehive? Is that? Her? Is that
1: what it is? I don't, like I said. No, I don't know either. I am not in it that. Research.
0: Uh, I'll Google yeah. it. Don't worry. I'll Google it. You're the Google. podcast guy. Yeah, I should know that. <laughs> uh, uh, has it been hard owning your own business? Schooling? Well, we know it's hard. Mm. But being black and owning your own business is that even a conflict
1: I will say that um oh I and a, a female it. Okay, that's, that's, Boom. That's a right Boom. double minority <laughs> um it's definitely difficult um i don't know any other i don't know what to compare it to though you know i don't have anything to compare it to right. so it's my reality right um But I think my perspective is that it's it's definitely difficult to own a business. Mm It's just very hard to own a business. Um, It's it's challenges left and right every day, and it all falls on you. You know, there's no one to throw it to the end of the day. So um, I think that uh, the challenges the challenges are, are, are there, we, you know, the challenges are obviously there every day. Um, I, I have, I struck, I've definitely struggled with getting loans. Um, I, I shied away from loans for the longest time. I, I wasn't trying to do that. I didn't, I already, I already have enough student loan debt. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to have business loan debt too. Sure. So I avoided that until I possibly, you know, until the absolute um, last moment. And so, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that um, I think that in general in America, black people are are scrutinized at a different level. Uh, brown people, Asian people, all of us. You right. know? Um, so that's there, but that is that has always been my reality. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of there's nothing to compare it to. No doubt. But yeah, I think obviously, just like everything else, you know, in life, life, it's a challenge. <laughs> a person of color in America. It's a challenge if you're a person of color in the world. Right. <laughs> you right. know, so, so yeah.
0: yeah Has anybody like ever tried you? Like, let's say you're at an event and maybe it's not because you're black or maybe it's not because you're a female but it just came across, across like that. Like, you trying me. Why are you doing that?
1: Well, no one thinks that I own this business. Okay. Like, I'll be on the truck with even Shauna, the person who's my youngest employee and you know no one thinks I really own the business um when I'm at Union Market and I'm with you know women that are older than me Margaret my mother everyone thinks that they're the business owners I get it you know they're older uh it just seems like that would be the case but um yeah people try me all the time all day every day you for real are you sure are you sure you own this business? I'm like, well, I, I yes. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I would be the one that was business. Here's my card. <laughs> right, right.
0: Where do you think you get your entrepreneurial spirit from?
1: My mom is a, my mom and my dad actually. Okay. So my mother, um, she has always had her own business. Hmm. So yeah, so when I was in. It's always like odd and end type businesses, but yeah, she always had her own business. Um, cleaning, she had a cleaning business for years. Um, the cleaning business was herself, you know, <laughs> you know, it's a very informal business. But um, she's always been hustling, you know. She's always been hustling, and I definitely get my work ethic from my mom and my creativity. My dad, uh, my dad is a, a mechanical engineer, and Sheesh. yeah, right, okay, He's a brilliant, amazing uh, person. He um, he has always had a an itch for business, you know. Um, I can't say that any of them really pay it out, but he he's. I mean, till this day, my dad works for a government contractor, does very well. He's still trying to figure out how to break into different kinds of businesses, right, you know, right. little businesses. It never dies. He started. <laughs> he started a uh, he started a beverage company in in Nigeria.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: he's he's always doing something. So I think, um, although they haven't necessarily been successful, he, nothing ever stops him from right. that. So that business, the 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 desire to have a business, you know, has always been there with him, and I think it's definitely a part of. It.
0: Well. if you could tell a business owner or a person just out there grinding trying to get it is it a way to tell a person like you know what i guess no because it's killing somebody's dream and you don't want to kill people's dreams but like when it's not working like you know how people like just kind of go in so hard and they are kind of blinded by what's actually going on around them
1: yeah
0: is there any way you can put that
1: i think that i think that the most important thing like i said earlier definitely don't quit but know when to quit as well I'm just contradicting myself, of course. But no, what I mean by yeah. that, what I mean by that, is like if I was if I'm selling a product and people aren't responding to it, you got to revisit the product, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. go back and look at it. Like, what is wrong with this? What don't people like about this? What am I doing wrong? Question yourself. Don't be so proud and don't be so um, stubborn that you won't even question your own. There's there's been things that I've done in pudding. There's been changes that I made mm-hmm. that you know. Employees would come to me and say, "Hey, I don't know. This, this might not be the best idea." And you know, I might feel sort of like, "Who are you to tell me?" The boss. <laughs> you know, but then you—I mean—you you swallow your pride and you listen to people and, 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 and take on other perspectives. You don't know everything, you know. Right. I don't know everything. I definitely don't know everything. Right. I mean, I know very few things actually. Where, you know, <laughs> learning more constantly, but. <laughs> so but the point that I'm making is you know don't be so stubborn, don't be so blind um listen to people and get feedback and, and take that feedback to heart, but don't quit you know your business don't right. quit if you want to be in business, you know strive for that and keep it going but but definitely question your practices, question your product, listen, get feedback all of that is is paramount
0: you know right, I love it. A fire. a justifier. That's exactly what
1: it is. Yeah. Were you
0: in the military? Ever? Yep, I just got out this month. <sighs> oh,
1: there's
0: there. Yep, little National Guard going Adjust on there. Fire, eh? Little, little, little Eighty eight, Mike. Transportation. Hey, but I'm done. Thank you for your service. I'm done. I'm out here. <laughs> uh, you know, thank, thank you for the support. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. Like, is, is there anything you want to add, or, of course, your uh, how people can contact you and get out with you, with your catering and.
1: Absolutely. I, um, I am so overwhelmed by uh, gratitude from uh, for all of my employees, my um, customers, number one. Um, the support, the feedback. Um, I always want to tell people, like, if there's any – I want to be the business owner, and I hope that I am the kind of business owner that if there's something that's wrong in my business, I want people to be able to call me or email me. And I want them to tell me, you know, like, Yelp world is its not life. (laughs) It's just not life. You know, that's not how we – if we truly are um, trying to be a community, then we should be able to um, give each other feedback. Everybody knows that I'm trying to work on my business, and people that know me well know that I'm really trying to improve it every day. So if there's something wrong in any way with our service or our product – I encourage people to reach out to me and let me know, because I, I'm really just trying to improve my business all the time. So I am grateful, I'm, I'm, I don't even know how to express my gratitude enough, I um, hope that um, the expression of my gratitude is through the improvement, the constant improvement of my business and my product, um, but I want people to feel free to reach out to me and let me know what's going on, because I can't, I need, I need my community to be my eyes and ears, Right. you know? So I appreciate everything. And yes, you can reach me at com on my contact page. Follow me at DCPuddin on Instagram and Pin DC on Facebook. Um, I'm not on Snapchat, so I'm not with that shit. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, and follow the food truck and come get some food. And if you don't like bread pudding, I encourage you to get a free sample At our trucks, or at Eastern Market, or at Union Market, where we give out free samples. You can try it, and you can change your mind.
0: I'm headed to Union Market.
1: Don't get so many samples, though, because then you have to pay for a cup. Come
0: on. Come on. I got a, you got a comment box.
1: No, no, not being, not (laughs) (laughs) not you. Well, thank you very much. Thank
0: you. And uh, I realized now why I didn't have any questions prepared because I knew it was just going to flow. It
1: was just going to flow
0: because we're you know? friends. Yeah. High five. Boom.